You're listening to Once, episode 160, Rocky Road, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're thankful that you have joined us for this. These are just our initial reactions. We're going to be a bit all over the place in terms of our thoughts and theories and stuff as we discuss this episode of Rocky Road. But in general, I liked this episode. As did I. I felt like there wasn't as much amazing stuff to this. But it is a building episode, and it gets me excited for where this season is going, because it's not just, at least in my opinion, it's not just trying to blend Frozen into Once Upon a Time. And when you say a building episode, you don't mean that it took place inside of a building. Right. You mean that it's building to something. Right. And now we're seeing stuff like there's some special mystery behind the Snow Queen. It's just not as straightforward as we might have thought it was. Now, some people have nailed it on some of their theories. So congratulations to you. We'll give you a shout out in the upcoming episode. But (laughs) you better not be so smart that you spoil it for me. That's all I'm saying. What did you think overall of this episode, Jeremy? I just enjoyed it. I don't think it was... I don't even think it was terribly stuck in building phase. I thought it was just the story is happening. But it was good to see Will. Oh, yeah. Coming over from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oi! (laughs) Yes. And Elizabeth Mitchell. Lots of Elizabeth Mitchell throughout the entire episode. That's always a good thing. (laughs) She, um, yeah, she did a great job liking the story. We finally saw Hans. Mm -hmm. Cast very well. Yes. As we're getting used to. And, Yeah. Yeah, it was good overall, but like you said, I like that there's some deeper, there's actually something to figure out again, which has been a little, uh, I mean, it's happened, but I'm a little more intrigued by this than maybe some of the other more minor mysteries we've had. I think every episode, they're telling us a story, and that's fine, but I really like the episodes where they're hinting us into a mystery or helping us solve a mystery. That's why we do this podcast, because we love discussing the details and theorizing about the mysteries of it. And that's what I see coming now, knowing that Rumpel knows why the Snow Queen is there. And it sounds like he made some kind of deal, and he's the one that maybe brought her this time somehow well i think the part that makes it most interesting for me is that it involves emma and if you think we've we've discussed in recent podcast episodes how compressed the timeline is and it's sort of like where was their time is there something that is there a time gap that we don't realize has been skipped are they all missing some memories again only this time they haven't realized it yet or could it be that Snow Queen knows Emma from her childhood. Or from her year in New York. Oh, yeah. Very true. Although it seems like Emma didn't forget anything about that because after the Zelina thing, it was she was dealing with both memories and both lives. True. Doesn't mean a little adventure didn't happen in the middle. That's true. If the memory was taken away. Yeah. 
She might not have paid attention to the ice cream lady she visited quite frequently. But apparently something bad happened. Because apparently it would be a bad thing for Snow Queen. Or Dairy Queen, rather. You, th- <laughs> you think so? That Well, that's what he said. He said it would be bad if oh, Emma yeah. remembered. And yeah, he said it could happen. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to discover the mystery behind that. And we'd love your feedback on that. I'll tell you a little bit later how you can send us your theories and feedback for this episode of Once Upon a Time. Kind of means gold is not so changed as he seemed. Right. I feel like it does anyway. He said he addressed it. He said he changed, but he still hasn't. I thought he gave Belle the real dagger. Yeah, except that when they moved into that house, then he took his real dagger and took it to that little thing with the stars on it thing in a box. and made the hat with the little universe inside form out of it with the real dagger so i'm assuming that that inspired him to hold on to his dagger thinking i'm gonna need this see i guess i thought it was like getting up and eating the leftover roast in the middle of the night <laughs> and then you know he just puts the rest back and and she can yell at him for it in the morning i figured he just you know he got the dagger out did his thing and put it back I would have expected if... He had just gone to all the trouble of making the switcheroo. Yeah. And she was sleeping, so he could have totally gotten it out and used it. Also like a child going and playing video games in the night. That's true. (laughs) You know, it's not a permanent situation. It just happened. But I guess he kept it. I think if Belle was using the real dagger, there would have been some kind of whoosh or something. We've always seen some visual effect of... Magic Maybe not him. always. Selena did it a lot. I don't think it was... Well, we at least heard a sound. Sometimes. That is. Yeah. Or the dagger. Or, yeah. I guess we didn't always see something, but we did usually hear something. And so I think... Yeah, Hook Hook is on to him. But is this going to come out? Is Rumple going to confess this? Or why are we? Why are we always asking that question? <laughs> Is Rumpel going to change? Is he going to confess? Is he going to do the right thing? Is he going to throw his grandson on a pile of rocks? That's just going to now be a metaphor for everything bad he ever does. That's kind of like... That was kind of his low point in my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Was impaling his grandson on rocks. Thinking of impaling. Um, Actively severing the rope on the swing. Yeah, true. (laughs) In the process of doing... Well, anyway, speaking of his grandson, Henry and Regina are now teamed up for Operation Mongoose. Yeah, and somewhere between episodes two and three, they realize, hey, guys, Henry's even older now. Let's uh, let's just go with that. And they changed his wardrobe for the first time ever. At least it seems. I mean, they kept the red stripe theme, but got rid of the scarf. Mm-hmm. And he was acting older instead of trying to act younger than he is. It worked. I think it worked. But I like that they're going to follow clues to figure out who the writer is. So those are going to be clues that we're going to have to look for as well, I think. I'm I'm going to hold on to this theory that the writer is someone we have not met yet, mm-hmm. but that the writer is going to end up being Yen Sid. Hmm. Yeah, I still have no real opinion on that. What I liked was that it suddenly... Now, maybe this is a little bit of a hairpin turn, but I think it's a course correction, if anything. It suddenly doesn't seem so evil. Regina doesn't seem to be doing it with nefarious intent, and she's telling Henry instead of keeping it a secret and lying, and he's going to help her. 
And she even kind of corrected herself from make to ask. And the way she put it, just ask for a happy ending to be written into the book. That is way different than they made it sound when she brought it up the first time. Yeah. But maybe she is realizing that this is still a proper way to go, but not go about it the way she was originally thinking of the whole forcing, but just asking, or maybe that's just her trying to get Henry on board. Right. Cause at the same time, she still got Sydney kind of hanging out in the mirror and she didn't exactly tell Henry about that. Maybe she will. Yeah. Or maybe she won't. Maybe she's bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these characters are bipolar. Maybe it's a special form of bipolar disorder where where one day, or if you go off your meds, I'm, I'm not making fun of bipolar disorder, but maybe if she's not doing what she should do, someday she's a villain and someday she's a hero. Maybe yeah. she just goes back and forth. Speaking of polar, Marion, oh. frozen, solid. Oh, 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 oh. Hans, also frozen solid. But Marion's heart is okay. Should we assume Hans was killed? Uh, that's... Uh, or simply it, moved to the back burner. He, he is frozen, so he's not on the back burner. He's in the back of the freezer okay. right now. But <laughs> an act of true love can thaw him. Because I'm thinking back to the movie Frozen, where we got to see Anna frozen completely in that same way, but it was her act of true love. So maybe there will be someone out there who has an act, oh, Hans, if only someone out there truly loved you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's that taste, Hans? Huh? 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 <laughs> uh, so the I think- was cool. Nice little trick, making yeah. us think that the stuff was going to come out and get her. And it was actually snow queen, not ice queen. Apparently her magic is snow, not ice. It's subtly different. Yeah. And she is supposedly the aunt or aunt to <laughs> Elsa. That supposedly uh, we've, I understand now more uh, based on some of the feedback we received on previous discussions about, oh, I don't think ABC or Disney will let Kitsis and Horowitz mess with who Elsa's real mother and father are, because then it, you get into complications like, well, Elsa wouldn't actually have claim to the throne if she's not actually the king and queen's daughter. Mm. And it would break certain things about the Disney style an approach to stuff and really break a lot of tradition. So it made a lot of sense, some of the feedback that we received there. So thank you for sending that. And I do still have to question, though, how much is Snow Queen telling the truth in all of this? She she lies easily. Yeah. She was like, they brought up Mary and she was like, it was an accident. She's like, no, it wasn't. I wanted to teach you a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Just turning right around like that. And yeah, it, it makes me question anything and everything she says. Mm -hmm. The snow is a lie. Especially now that we know that she's here for some special reason. And she has some kind of plan. Emma was finally awesome, magic-wise. Yeah. Man, she was wielding the magic. She was all like... Crazy. 
Frush, I knock you out of the way, and then she was like, multi-touch gesture, and she rescues the guys from the ice. It was cool. Hey, speaking of rescuing from the ice, I want to thank some people who have helped rescue us from the ice and helping keeping this podcast going and keeping us warm. David Newland, Lisa Slack, Steve Johnson, and a new Patreon backer, George Farrow, and also Bridget J. Thank you very much for your kind donations. We really appreciate it. Keeps the podcast running, helps make things, well, covers the expenses because it does cost a lot to run the podcast. So thank you very much. We're now up to eight Patreon backers over on patreon.com that allows you to support us on a per episode basis. So you can donate like even a dollar or 25 cents per episode. And you can set a budget to say that even if we release eight episodes in a month, you only will donate to two of them, something like that. You can also donate on an automatic a monthly basis of any amount or just an individual donation of any amount. You can find all of those options over at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. But thank you, David, Lisa, Steve, Bridget, and our new Patreon backer and all of our other Patreon backers as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. So where did they get the name Snow Queen? Because they just started saying it suddenly. In the episode? Yeah. Emma called her that after she disappeared. I was kind of curious how they came up with that. Probably just the fact that she wheeled snow and decided, hey, Emma, how about you? They didn't call Elsa an ice princess. Yeah, that's true. Though they could have. It wouldn't have been the biggest reach they've ever made. Yeah. It, maybe it's just something like, hey, drama queen. <laughs> well, they call her Dairy Queen, which yeah. I was like, <laughs> ah, was beat you to it. <laughs> They must have listened to this podcast. No, right. unfortunately, they didn't get that idea from us. But that was a good call on your part. <laughs> a prediction came true. And yes, they said let it go a couple times in this episode. Good old Jimny. Yeah. I like that we got to see Will Scarlet again. So now we can say his name has been in the opening credits. I question his thievery. Yeah, that's a little odd. He seemed quite changed for those who followed his original story and if you haven't uh we're probably not going to be super careful about spoilers so you should just go watch the entirety of once upon a time in wonderland yeah which you can probably get on hulu or maybe netflix it's not out on dvd if it is which is weird wonderlandpodcast.com slash season one that's how you could buy it if it ever comes out on dvd and blu-ray probably won't because abc lost money on it i think but it was a fun series, and that's where mm-hmm. Will Scarlet came from. But the way that they introduced him here, yeah, you don't have to have seen Wonderland, at least so far, to see this new character, know his name, know that he's a thief. You just have to to want to understand why we wonder why he's thieving and why he's alone. Right. Which I don't understand. Yeah. So. Where is Anastasia? Yeah. Why is he in Storybrooke? What is his purpose in the story what part will he play in all of this is he still in his sweet sweet apartment watching his telly (laughs) yeah a lot of questions to be answered a lot of cool directions that this episode will go or this season will go i think now getting to see some of these things and our one of our forum moderators matthew paul went to new york comic-con and got to watch the panel from the once upon a time 
uh, writers, Kitsis and Horowitz, as well as Jennifer Morrison. The three of them were there. They answered some questions as well. We've got a blog post about that over at oncepodcast.com. Matthew wrote it up with some of the highlights from that panel. So go check that out, oncepodcast.com, or we'll have the link in the show notes for this episode, number 160. So you can go to oncepodcast.com slash 160 and get those links to that past episode as well. With Marion being saved, well, her heart being saved, I thought, looking at this episode, seeing her frozen like that, I was thinking, they're going to kill Marion in this episode. Wow, that's a bold move. Okay, that that took care of itself rather quickly. But no, they're they're keeping her. Yeah, well... (laughs) Like frozen leftovers. Oh, gosh. Because I feel that... As interesting an idea as the book pursuit is to us, if Marion died, Regina wouldn't feel the need to pursue that plan anymore. Right. So that would be a lot of wasted energy. So I don't think Marion's gone just yet. But she is now they're in an even more awkward situation for a little while. Hopefully they don't keep her on ice too long. Because otherwise then it's just sort of like the conundrum of... The person married to someone who's in a coma, like a permanent coma. Only in Marion's case, she can totally come out of it. <laughs> yeah. And now Regina knows what we've all kind of suspected is that she is now Robin's true love. Which makes things really complicated. But I appreciate the honorable way she's going about this. Like mm-hmm. she didn't take that moment to just lay a big kiss on Robin. Right. And... She is is seemingly genuinely interested in helping Marion. Which is I was really great. Trying to figure out if there's any chance Marion could hear them. No, that'd be kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're frozen, then you gotta listen to that. It's not nice. You know, and going back to Regina's motive and wanting to rewrite the book, or not rewrite the book, but find the writer. Nowhere did she say she wants the writer to write her with robin no she didn't she just just wants a happy ending Mm -hmm. which that's really cool she's not saying i belong with robin he's my you are my destiny or anything like that although she feels that way she is honorably moving out of the way for now i know there are so many opinions here and so many feelings going on with all of this so many i appreciate the honorable way that they're going about this <laughs> agree telling this story and with the characters the way that they're interacting with this awkward situation time travel so awkward it is don't ever do it this podcast <laughs> does not endorse time travel so please don't do that but here is something that you can do which is even cooler than time travel and that is send us your theories especially what do you think is going on with the Snow Queen? Why, what might be her motive? Where might Will Scarlet fit into this? Even if you didn't watch Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, we really want to know what you think. So email us, feedback at oncepodcast.com, and put in the subject line of that email the title of this episode, which is Rocky Road. And you can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or go to the website, oncepodcast.com, and send a voice message through the website on your computer or iOS device. And by the way, we do this show live on Sunday nights at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after the episode. And we have our upcoming live initial discussion, or complete discussion, 
on Wednesday, and that's our regular schedule, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Both are at oncepodcast.com slash live. I think something that's really cool that they're doing again this week, and we'll probably have something on the website about this after it airs, is they're showing us another deleted scene the day after on Good Morning America. So just like last week, they put that deleted scene up online, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do that again, and certainly there will probably be unofficially on YouTube somewhere, Hmm. but we'll link to some official ways that you can watch that. Hopefully it will work in your country. If not, (laughs) search YouTube and you might find it. But I think that's really cool that they're giving us these extra deleted scenes during the season. It's kind of like extracurricular entertainment, but it's not mandatory to capture. Kind of like other TV shows have said, well, you need to catch this piece of story from Twitter and this piece of story from our YouTube channel and this and this and this won't make sense unless you read this graphic novel during the breaks. Although it would be kind of cool if they just put them on the website. Yeah, they they really should. But they're trying to get more people maybe watching Good Morning America. It's like Good Morning Storybrooke. It is, but not as fun. So we want to have fun by hearing your feedback, your theories, as we have our upcoming live discussion and complete discussion of this episode. And we're going to try again, continue with the new format. We still want your feedback on that. Thank you for sending feedback so far. We've seen a pretty well-balanced approach of what some of the feedback has been on our different idea of a format, and that is to approach each episode for our full discussion, looking at the main highlights and really discussing the details of those main highlights instead of breaking it down scene by scene. So we'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Which method do you like that we've done? And we'll be doing it again this week where we'll break it down by a a main theme approach. And then after that, maybe make a decision whether to keep going that way or to try a different format. But your feedback is always important to us because sometimes we'll decide to talk about something because you sent us feedback. So again, that's feedback at oncepodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or you can also go to the website oncepodcast.com and send a voice message right through the website to us on your computer or iOS device. And we would love to hear from you to include your feedback in the episode. Please connect with us on Twitter as well during the week as we tweet interesting discussions from the forums and ask you questions, share cool things on Twitter at Once Podcast. And you can follow each of us individually on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And until next time, remember, there's no problem that can't be solved with a bit of ice cream. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to help make the podcast awesome and keep it going, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.